Okay. Um, welcome back to Chinese Thought Fish. I am Andrew, and I'm joined with Mandela, Mansour, and Moses. What's going on, guys? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm, trying, I'm surviving still. I'm still surviving. How are you guys? I am mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. What you say, Moses? Yeah. What? I am weary with the way <laughs> of the world. <laughs> that's the word you were weary. Weary. No, honestly, that's how I feel. I'm weary with the ways of the world. There's yeah. A lot going on, man. There's a lot yeah, going on. I mean, don't even know. Should, should we just get right into it, really? Um, yeah. What do you think? Like, I mean, we're in lockdown. I mean, we don't even need to. That's not even the focus of this one. Um, what we have to talk about is we have to say um, George Floyd. Um, recently, another black man that was killed by a white police officer in the United States, or Minnesota, I believe. Yep. Uh, yep. Um, when he was actually screaming, I cannot breathe, while the officer was on his neck. Um, have you, any of you guys seen the actual video? I haven't actually watched the video. I didn't want to watch it. I, I can't watch uh, it. It's too gruesome. Yeah, I've only it. seen no. the bit that has been put on the news, but I haven't watched the whole video. Yeah, I do not want to see the video, but um, I mean, we don't even need to focus. This episode is not about focusing on the fact that like another police officer has killed another black man. I mean, that is a narrative that we're so familiar with. We like mm-hmm. to talk about that now. I mean, I, w- I want to focus on the aspects that come with another scene that has happened. Um, um, I can't even remember what um, we we started discussing about it in the group chat, um, and then that's what really sparked this. <laughs> This this chat. Um, I can't even remember what I can't even remember what I said. Um, let me, let me, <laughs> it was let me question, scroll back quickly because it was it a was question. Actually, it was a question. Yeah, that was a really sad question. question. Yeah, that was it. Well, well, the first one is well, what happened after afterwards has proceeded and it's still ongoing. Is that there have been massive riots over in you know, Minnesota, um, over America, things burning, people destroying things. I mean, like America is Armageddon right now because of this incident. Uh-huh. And the question that I posed was basically um, what you guys thought in terms of like how do you feel like the rioting in itself is something that actually has an effect? And I think that's what sparked the, um, the actual conversation. So what do you yeah. guys, what's your guys' take on the situation? Who wants to go first? I'm all right with going first. Go for go. it. Um, I think, you know what, it's, it's, it, this whole thing has been something that I've actually had to normally when I enter into this type of thing I've got an opinion whereas this time I really had to ask myself what I thought because my initial reaction is I'm not a fan of the whole if we want to call it looting yeah I'm not a fan of that approach to anything but I think you know we've come to a point now where a tipping point has been crossed and so I can definitely understand people's behavior um but for me, I think if we want to be productive about anything, I think that there has there, there are legitimate questions that black people in America and maybe this whole black lives social movement has to ask itself. Um, and I think then we can move away from the question of is looting or is rioting the right approach. And I think uh-huh. like it's obvious that this is a social movement, right? Um, and I think for me, there's obviously like sociologically, there's a difference between a social movement and a social movement organization. 
and you've got a social movement there but i think there is a lack of organization and i think the output of that is the is the rioting and the looting and some of the stuff that you see follow on from that so i think that whole approach in the long term is not productive i think in the short term it can be productive but i think you have to move from a social movement to a social movement organization where you actually implement um, a formal apparatus to, to tackle some of the grievances that black people have. I'm not necessarily sure that there is a formal apparatus that exists at the moment in America that actually touches into that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, cool. um, so, yeah, so, yeah, sorry, man. No, I was going to say, yeah, for me, because I, I believe, like, I mean, with the writing, I understood, like, what I was saying, I understood the reaction. I understand why people felt angry to go to the streets. And, but I feel like the actual, the movement itself gets lost in with a, a bunch of people that do actually just want to take advantage of a situation where they can cause carnage and anarchy and cause writing. And I think that's what the message gets mixed. So I don't believe, when, when it comes to the writing, I think it completely dilutes the message that we're actually trying to send out in terms of what we want to get out of it. If you see what I'm saying. Yeah. Definitely in the so, long term, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. The issue the issue the issue for me is that um the rioting is a display of anger and the looting becomes an opportunistic it's the residual effect of that writing, you know. Um yeah. but the core the core heart of people taking to the streets in the first place is the anger and the outrage of a rhetoric that has been continual and perpetuated since the very beginning of the slave trade all the way through to the abolition of the slave trade but you know people are upset about the way that black people are treated black lives are manhandled and mistreated and actually people doing displays, there's nothing wrong with that. People protesting, there's nothing wrong with that. It's a civil liberty. Um, but the looting and the rioting, as negative of it, as an effect as it is, it is a residual effect of people's anger. And it's also the opportunity that, that comes. I want to look at this side of the pond. When we look at um, the killing of, the brutal murder of Mark Duggan, you know, like that sparked off... Um, you know, th this tier of, of, of Black Lives Matter movement, and we saw the exact same things. And what you find is, you first have the families who have a backing of people who want justice, and who seek that justice by making um, a public display, you know? Um, so I yeah. think we have to separate the two. We have to understand that there's people who are angry, and then there's people who have opportunity. If you find the times when uh, the rioting and looting happened here in England, we were at our greatest height, at the peak of um, youth unemployment, and therefore at the peak of the subjugation of black people being mistreated, being you know, um, positively discriminated against by the police, and therefore being harassed. And, there, and once again, um, the extermination of a black life that led to that anger, and therefore subsequently, the looting and the rioting that followed. Yeah, because I don't think, <clears throat> I mean, when I first posed the question, I did, I said that I didn't, like, I wouldn't, I didn't agree with the riots because I felt like immediately, the second we riot, 
we're going to perpetuate this image where people have an excuse to say black people this is what this is why this is happening to black people like where i feel like it it gives people like the racist and the ignorance the reason to say oh this is this is how they're acting when something happened and this is why the police they, it makes them justify why the police are doing something the reason i say it that well because of it. absolutely no because the reason like, i mean i think like i can't even go on some of my social media um like ones that i usually use because i know in the comments when people post about the videos about the writing you're going to get the people i've seen comments where it's like they're saying oh look at them acting crazy look at them acting like monkeys look at them acting like this because of the riots so immediately in that point it just creates a more of a segregation um i remember moses one of the first point though you um you came first on scene when i asked a question and you had a different view on the, on the situation yeah man i'm for fire listen let me say this quite clearly God forbid, if ever a police man or woman murders me, I do not want... I know, Madeline, you call me world peace. I do not want world peace. <laughs> I would want you to burn the place down. Do you know what I mean? Because Absolutely. for me, I agree, Mantor, long-term, it's not the solution. But no, no victory is ever won with one strategy, right? And my problem is, is like, I couldn't care less what the media, what races what whoever are saying we are, whether they're like, oh, they're monkeys or they're... Listen, if a man can kneel on a man's neck for nine minutes to the point he loses his life on video and film and you're there judging me for moving mad, I will show you what truly moving mad is. Do you know what I mean? I couldn't care less what your optics are. I couldn't care less whether you see me as human or unhuman. We've, We've crossed... To me, we've passed that we've been fighting that battle too long of being tried to seen as equal mm-hmm. and assimilate on their level mm-hmm. couldn't care less i come from and I think, blood you get me like my grandma's people i, I agree for their freedom you get i me? agree they couldn't care less i agree i yeah i completely agree i have issues with the fact that we now have to man how we are upset so as not to perpetuate an ideology that is already existent in, I, I always say it, I will not pander to white people. I will not pander to the, to the to especially racist white people. I'm not, like what they need to do is stop, be silent, become educated. Because if they become educated, they too will become angry if they saw it as their son, as their daughter, as their family, their friend. Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? We can't yeah. keep talking about, oh, we need to take... There's the Martin Luther Kings of this world and there's the Malcolm X, and I don't think that change can come about without having um, both sides of the coin. But this is... Not, but so, as is, much as it's... No, go on, finish your point. Go on, go on. Said I'm not interested at the response of white people as to how they feel I should behave or how I should display my anger, because enough is enough. But then... We have lost enough blood... We've lost enough blood. So at the end of the day, we need to stop making excuses for racist white people and giving them room to say, well, look, they're an aggressive people. They're angry people. No, what white people now need to do is understand that the narrative has continued for far too long and they need to educate themselves because if they truly educated themselves, they too would become angry at the injustice that is existent today. But what I'm saying is, um, no, but like in terms of that that anger that we that that we have to display for something like this, um, do you not feel mm-hmm. that when we do that, 
we are like we we can't get our point across in terms of where the real change will happen. Like how much Andrew, how much violence can violence actually beget change? Like that's what I'm thinking. We, we no no and um and I don't advocate for violence, but I'm saying I understand it. I understand the heart. No, I understand it. it. I understand it. The, but... the fact of the the fact of the Listen, the fact of the matter is, yeah, the police are exterminating a person who is unarmed, who is not resisting arrest, and it has been happening for years. So whether a black man has been silent or he's been vocal, the, the equation of it, what has come about of it, is the death of the black man. So to no, be honest, the... I'm, I'm not really going to sit there and talk about, you know, the, the anger and the violence doesn't help because our silence isn't helping either. But the reason, why, the reason why I fear, though, or just say, but what I fear is when we do this and it gives, like, especially in America, it gives the police another reason to shoot you down in the street during the riots. It gives them a reason to beat you in the street during the riots. I like, in that instance, we, we, we're, we're going to be beaten even more. And the idea, I'm thinking, is if we go and do that, then, like, like would you want, would you go out there and, and start writing and fighting the police like would you personally do it because i find it easier for us to say we're going to do it but we're actually not there right now but would we true. actually go out and do it well, what I'm saying. it's true. easy to say i know that i know that my question to that is you're saying it gives them a reason but do you honestly feel you were protected prior to this do you see what i mean no you but one thing is you see what i mean this... riots or none but what they, I'm saying they, is, if you were killing to, us for years, but if <laughs> like, we were to be, reason. but I'm saying if we were in a situation where you, we all marched onto Washington and we weren't, and people weren't burning stuff and that, they could yeah. they really pull the guns out on you when you didn't have, when you didn't throw the violence back? This is a back. part of the struggle. For and freedom. I'm saying what I'm saying is, if you go and do that, like, are you yeah. are you willing to do that, or are you willing to just encourage people to do that to get the message? Like, do you know what I'm willing. I'm, I'm, I'm willing. I'm willing to go. I'm willing to go out into the streets. Wait, to, Mandela. Wait, Mandela. Um, Mandela. Have... Do you know what it is, bro? This, it, like, we're looking because obviously now this rioting and looting is happening. We're obviously looking at that political act. The fact of the matter is that any social movement has to reach the point. Once it emerges, it has to reach the point where it asks itself, what type of um what type of change do we want to bring about and how do we want to how do we want to do it so you know you can have a violent social movement it can be rioting it can be marches but it could easily be political withdrawal it could easily be economic withdrawal there are multiple ways that you can actually go about this so i think that as malcolm x said it's not that we're outnumbered it's that we're unorganized and i think we've come yeah. to the point now where we have to actually organize because we've emerged. That's clear, right? But the, the riots, as much as they're an expression of anger, they're also an expression of unorganized strategy. So you have to now come to the point where you say, what type of change do you want? Do you want reform? Do you want revolution? Do you want societal change? Do you want local change? Do you want global change? Because the fact of the matter is, there are elements of the Black Lives Matter movement that is global. And we've seen that with marches here and marches in Ireland and marches in parts of Europe. But there are uh -huh. also grievances that emanate on a more local level. So it's down to the actual movement to now, from its emergence, actually coalesce 
and emerge and then maybe even potentially at some point bureaucratize, but now definitely emerge, but definitely coalesce to actually say, look, what is our strategy? If it's going to be violent, that's their choice. But it has to, you'd have to say, well, maybe it could be targeted um, riots or targeted protests. At the moment, you've got a complete free for all because there isn't that framework in place. So yeah, I think, even, I think you black businesses being destroyed as well in this in the same instances. So exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, it, it's now at the point Stop. where you have to say, do you just want to withdraw from one sphere, or do you want to withdraw from the workplace, the environment, the political sphere? Do you want to be peaceful? Do you want to? Um, what do you want to do? And I don't think that question is necessarily being asked at the moment. Do you see what I mean? And that's why you have this rioting, which I think in the long term won't solve anything. Mm -hmm. So somebody there, and I'm, so, I don't know who it is because I'm not in America, but somebody there has to take the reins now and say, look, mm -hmm. this is our strategy. Even if it is rioting and looting, they have to come to that decision. This is our strategy. This is how we do it, X, Y, Z. But there isn't, that's absent. And when that condition is absent, any social movement, regardless of what the grievances fizzles out. You see yeah, what I mean? I agree. I agree. Mandela, what do you have to say? Oh, no, I'll go after no, 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 I'll go after okay, so, go on, man. Okay, I was going to say, um, it's important that we actually start creating a framework. If you look at the Montgomery bus boycott, for example, um, they pulled out economically. They stopped taking the buses. They stopped using transport networks. They started um, literally thriving on their own community, right? And mm. that actually created a little bit of a dent. And I think if you create a framework where people start to stop reacting, you know, in, in, an, in an angry way, I feel like, you know, coming straight out onto the streets immediately is going to incite nothing but anger at the moment that you see um, the opposition. But there's always power in taking some time, taking a step back and creating a framework that means when we say as black people enough is enough, you know, we start actually making decisions that have political impact, that do have a community impact, that have an accumulative effect. And if, if it goes beyond like what happened with the Montgomery bus boycott, you know, if, if, if this started becoming America wide, you start to find that, look, even now, as we speak, majority of their service workers and their service operatives are people of color, blacks, Hispanics, Asians, etc. To get what I mean. Yeah. So if we started turning those industries, you know, into a more core black, shall we say, then actually people can begin to see that actually we can thrive without being part of a system that is perpetuated, we can go beyond and actually start seeing scalability. Because when that happens, then actually you begin to find that you'll have a mayor that is black, you know, lawyers that are black, you know, people who are part of the legislature, people who are on the higher tier, the decision-making panel. And that's the peaceful way that you can go around everything. I feel like going straight into the scene, if you penetrate the scene too soon, then there's going to be no other choice. There's going to be no other wisdom but to react with violence and to act in anger. And the one thing that I'm saying in this entire conversation is I don't want to take it away from the people because right now they are angry. But the thing is, look what's happened here in London. 
you know, it was a very peaceful march. And I think it was easier for us in London and for people in Ireland to be able to react in that way because they're actually a little bit more detached from the story. It still yeah. hurts because we're black. But then, but then you know, we, we can use logic and strategy. So that's just what needs to happen right now. I feel like um, people in America right now need to take a step back, take a breather and start to create a framework that means that when they do come and they do make their point, they politicize it, they um, make it economic and they make it a social thing. I'm not in any way suggesting that we have, you know, like an apartheid kind of thing where it's just like black for their own and, and, and whites for their own. Absolutely not. But what I'm saying is there's other ways once you strategize, once you create a framework that you can make a bigger impact with what you've got to say. But I think right about now, the one thing that I just want to say to everybody is take it easy. Like, don't, don't, don't be so quick to judge their actions because these are people who are on the front line of what's just happened. You know, once again, when this happened here in the UK, we reacted in the same way. There was no logic, even though we're still part of the Black Lives Matter tier. There was no logic behind it. We didn't um, try to create a framework. We just reacted angrily, you know? Yeah. So I feel like we just need to have that wisdom and the wisdom of time. That's literally yeah. the point that I was going to make. No, Moses, yeah, Moses, what were you going to say? Um, yeah, I agree. That's very, with a lot of what Mandela said. And also, I agree with what Mansell said. But what I think is really interesting right now, we're just in a very interesting time. Like, and I keep saying this to people and I'm going to take it a bit out there, right? Um, <laughs> we're moving, we, astrologically, we are moving from the age of Pisces into Aquarius, right? What do you in mean by that? So, you know how you have the zodiac signs and different yeah, ages yeah. over, you have like, you know, the sort of year zodiac and then you have like the larger epochs, they call them, yeah. where maybe... I can't remember exactly what the measurement is, but say, for example, 100 years in this particular longer cycle, you might be under the Pisces cycle and then the Taurus, Taurian cycle and so on. Yeah. We were under the Piscean age. I can't remember exactly how long they last, but, you know, I'm not really that deep into astrology. But I get it. You get me? It's just different cycles. It's another yeah. manifestation of nature. But now we're shifting into the age of uh, Aquarius and at every shift, there's always... It's like growing pains. Every time you grow, there's always friction. Not mm. only that, according to the Coptic, the Ethiopian calendar, we are in year 2012. You know, remember when the film 2012 came out and everyone yeah. was like, it's the end of the world. We're, we are actually in the year of the predestined apocalypse. And apocalypse doesn't mean exactly what everyone thinks it means. It's the new beginning. Uh. Right? Um, so the reason I go around that and kind of airy-fairy a bit about it is... I do agree with Mansell, and I do agree with Mandela, but there is something about fire that just purges and cleanses. Like right? you feel like sometimes we need to completely destroy the sometimes, framework to rebuild it. Because, because I say this, we look at Huey P, we look at Malcolm, we look at the Panthers, we look at the Tuskegee, we look at, the, like you said, the bus boycotts, we look at uh, Tulsa, Black Wall Street. The amount of times we have tried to organize and has been destroyed by violence. That has left a scar in our fabric to the point where I'm nearly 30 and sort of my parents' era, there are some that are still in prison. You get me? There are some yeah. that are still bearing the scars for their activism back in the day. So when I say organize, I don't 
blame the people out there on the front line now because who are their leaders? Our leaders have all been systemically destroyed and it's left the scar that we don't have that organisation. How can we sit yeah. in the Senate? How can we sit in local council? We've got this nonsense man, David Lammy, chatting about his English. You know what I mean? Like, that's meant to represent us. So as much as I do agree in a long-term sense, some wars are won on brute force. And then when the fire has cleansed the battlefield, we start to organise. But I don't think it's always... Yeah. Right now is the time for pure rage, in my opinion. Obviously, long-term. I you know, the only reason that I going Oh, no, I'm going to say, but the, the reason I, I would agree with you if this was one of the first instance, instances of like this kind of violence. But the problem is we've had situations where multiple situations where white police officers have killed black people and mm. there have been riots consistently. And even mm. think about the London riots that we had where mm. it, and my problem with is even though what I feel like we, we are trying to destroy the framework, the idea is, it, we've done it so many times, is it, are we ever really destroying the framework or are people just turning it into a riot? Because well, even when you think about London, we say London riots now. We don't remember. We don't remember why we were rioting. We just remember, oh, I remember JD, people took loads of kicks and like, that's it. So then can our I, message just completely yeah. goes. Can I ask you two questions though? Mm -hmm. And you can answer it maybe after, but at least to me, I would say yes. But does this feel different to you guys? Is, uh, okay, it I would does. say it feels different to me only because of the times we're in with COVID. Because we're all in lockdown, okay. and I feel like we are centrally focused on whatever the news has given us. We we can't. We're not. We're not just living the day to day. Because if we're living the day to day, to be honest, people look at the news. They'll be like, "Oh, there's riots going on," and they'll keep going about with their life. But right now, everything is focused on no matter what we're in in our central time. So I think I feel like we just it finds <clears> easier to to focus on and. I think that brings it to social media in terms of why people are, are like, it's more in the spotlight on social media. But I'm going to get to the social media aspect after we talk mm. about this. But that's why I think why I don't it's, feel like it's any different. I feel like people want, I feel I, like it's just... Is it okay if I just clarify something? Yeah, go on. Just no. because there, there might be some, I don't want anybody to be mistaken. I don't think anybody here is, but it's like, when I say leadership and organisation, just to be clear for anybody who's who might misinterpret this. I don't think any leadership organisation should necessarily mean that you do get like a David Lammy and then the, 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 the Labour Party, can I just say? I don't want, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I don't want anything so sort of goal-orientated that it becomes so diluted that then the efficacy of it is just gone. Yeah, you know, yeah. some of the best organisation in the world, you look at some of the, the big leaders, charismatic leaders, real revolutionaries mm. you know that the, there was a level of organization there so i just want to make that point here just for anybody who might maybe misinterpret what i say because i don't think the way to go is like the formation of a new black party yeah. in america that suddenly just becomes like every other party i think you can keep yeah. that revolutionary spirit in there you just need somebody that's able to tell people look we're going to target this we're going to mm. target that we don't even necessarily have to participate in mainstream society in the short to medium term for some yeah. of the things like politics. If every, if every individual withdrew the black vote in politics, mm. you know, there are certain parties, for example, that would suffer greatly 
you could argue the hit there would be much bigger than if you go and smash up a Walmart or something. Do you see what I mean? But it's up to them to decide because but they know their national context better than me. So what I want is not necessarily a new party, but something which assembles people to channel their energy in the best way possible. I think, Mansoor, you are right, yeah? But this is where I think it's really, 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 really... It's as sad as it is and as weary as I am. Mm. It is an incredible time because we are at a shift in the, it, on, a, on a vibrational level, on an astrological level. On every level, we are at the turning point of something interesting. Do you get me? We've witnessed, going back to, if you want to go to the star size of the attributes, the Piscean was ruled by water, things that carried physical bodies through water, vaccines, boats, ships, you know what I mean? And now we're in the Aquarian thing where it's about air, right? How things that can move quicker through whether it's Wi-Fi, whether it's 5G, whether it's this, right? So on that point, right, this is what I find really fascinating because you spoke about it early when you were like, um, you need to decide what the model and what the framework and what the plan is moving forward. And I completely agree with that. But what I find interesting is like every framework that has been mentioned has all has so far to me been dismantled. Somehow. It's been dismantled, but it's always a pastiche of something else. So when we're talking about leaders, we're talking about we're looking back at the pamphlets who were great. Don't get me wrong. We're looking back at all of these resistance movements and looking at the way they operated. We're not necessarily looking at now. And the reason I say that is Uber, one of the biggest ride-sharing companies, owns no cars. Airbnb, one of the biggest hotel industries, you can say, owns nothing. Cryptocurrency, one of the potentially the most interesting technology that has created, technically owned by no one. You know what I mean? Decentralized. We are living in a decentralized time. So when I think of leadership, for me, I personally think the era of looking at, even if it's 10 people to represent a nation, is gone. It needs to be something that's far more fragmentalized, frag, fragmentalized, fragmented. And that's why I think it's really fascinating because we are in a different age. We're in an age where it's less about the physical, less about you having to gather. We are Most on modern age. all yeah. parts of London. And, you know, like we're equally as powerful. So my thing is like, although, yes, we can say this is happening in the States. The shift is, to me, so deep because we could feel it, not only because of social media, but we realize we are now so much more interconnected. I think our leadership has, to, our leadership models and structures going forward should represent that, personally. Do you know well, what I mean? That's and a that's sound point, like, yeah. When people are like, oh, we should do what the Black Panthers, I'm like, yo, the Black Panthers were operating before Wi-Fi. They have the team. <laughs> before, you know, flipping... Mm the mobile phone before people had a vote. We are here when you can create a currency right now and disseminate yeah. it among how many other people you want. And you can be, you can create so many things, but I wish I was more tech savvy. And I feel like the real revolution is gonna come when we figure out a way to ally our leadership with the new technology and mm. unite us all. Personally, I don't know what that is, but that's the way I see it. Okay. We've got so many leaders in the past that have been destroyed by violence. You can't destroy a code. You can't destroy an algorithm. You know what I mean? If it's done right, it can But be how do you... Yeah, sorry. Okay, no, I think, I think, I think that'll bring us on to um, the social media part. But then, uh, Mandela, it looks like you want something to say. Uh, before you, yeah, before I, I get on to the next bit. 
Yeah, I was simply going to say, um, well, there's, there's, there's two points. If you look at um, Bruce Tuckman's theory of organization, mm. you know, you have forming, storming, norming, and then performing. Mm -hmm. And then um, later on, he added a fifth element, which is adjourning. Mm. What you'll find is the things that have come before, you know, people were forming these ideas of, what is uh, black rights? What is, you know, equal liberties? What, you know, what are the fringes? What, what brings us together as a people and allows us to have, you know, an equal share to um, a, a life of freedom? Mm. Um, and the thing is, I feel like we have spent generations trying to storm. Now, during that storming uh, 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 element of, of, of organization forming this is where there's a lot of friction this is where there's a lot of chaos this is where you know but then only when we get into the norming phase do we um start to see patterns you know mm -hmm. patterns of, of of that organization of that complete ideas so this is going with what moses has just said if we have actually figured okay fine this is our ideals these are is our core values and we get over the, that chaotic bit and we start to normalize it it means that we'll be able to perform in a homogenized um, um uh, sense and th mm. this is where i was going to connect it with um social media so for example well the media in general the media has always been a hub that is the um central place where we get our information and the media for a very long time has been controlled by very few individuals who've had an agenda that they want to push forward so whether that is um presenting black people to be animalistic to use brute force to be aggressive to be criminals to you know all of those negative things you know joining in and and coining in with what moses is saying that we're now living in a time where everything is in the air you know we have active active um journalists do you know what i mean in a way snapchat instagram facebook live you know we've seen people being killed on facebook live we've seen people being you know, treated in any, any kind of way. But also what we've been able to see is the positive effects of our people on a global scale. Do you get what I mean? So actually that narrative that has been pushed by that central hub owned by the few people that only want to kind of um, focus on a negative narrative, right, has, is actually crushing down. It's getting to its knees now. Do you get what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So actually it means that once we, on a global perspective, you know, and, and when I say global, I'm talking about including this idea that everything is in the air and agreeing with Moses actually in totality, talking about um, once we all have these ideas of exactly what we want to push, exactly how we'll be able to perform in one chorus and one accord. Do you get what I mean? And while it sounds utopic and, and unrealistic, we are moving at an accelerated rate. Do you get what I mean? So yeah. I just wanted to... As a, a, are we moving at a... Just, yeah, sorry. Just, mm, I just wanted to kind of look at it from an idea or a perspective of how organization works. And, you know, we've, we've seen different factions of, of individuals who've tried this, exactly what you guys um, are saying. But like now, you know, we are on a platform where it means that there's an opportunity for us all to normalize something on our own terms, rather than on the terms that have been pushed on us. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think like you know what? It's a actually it's a really solid point. 
especially like in terms of what you said, Moses. But I wonder, because if the change that we want is systematic societal change, at least within an American context, yeah, we can extend that to here as well. There has to be a degree of coalescence before we can then implement the more fragmented structures. Because if, don't you think? Because if we begin... If we go, if we go global, for example, or if we go with some of the, like you were speaking basically about diversification and fragmentation, really, like a postmodern age, doesn't that first need an element of coalescence to then put out that, to put out that framework there that can be more compatible with the postmodern age? Do you see what I mean? I, I see what you mean, but I think the problem is. For me personally, and this is just my views, mm. we've, we've been beating that drum too long of like assimilating into their structure to, to, to help agree. us under that structure. And that's why I said at the beginning, I sometimes agree. fire is the only option. You have to burn the whole house. Mm. But that's not necessarily, what I'm talking about isn't necessarily assimilation if, what, if the coalescence takes place within the form of a black population mobilizing itself. You see what I mean? Because you're actively not, you're actively withdrawing yourself from white socioeconomic structures. Okay, to... but we're, we're, okay, you're withdrawing yourself. Where are you going to live in America? Whose state taxes are you paying to? Who, but that's it. Who's your yeah, local, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah, so many, yeah, yeah. you still have to exist. Do you see what I'm saying? And then you existing, you're still existing under the same things you dislike. The yeah. injustices. But, so unless, unless someone, yeah, yeah, unless the government is going to be and, like, we're therefore you're you guys not a part of the framework. You see what I mean? But and, the thing is, the thing is, bro. Yeah, you're like, not You're talking about framework. things like cryptocurrency and stuff. But mm. even if you've got cryptocurrency, mm. you still have to. You still have regular currency. What you still rely on on your day-to-day -day basis is your regular mm. currency. Yeah. If you're talking I was just about using that as an example, by the way. I know, but yeah, I'm, yeah. what I mean is like, if you use social media. Mm. You do, but new. Even if the news you get comes from news like traditional news media, which then filters itself through to social media. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's always going to be that element of one foot in, Ooh. and then the more well, like to, element. But what I'd like to say is based on that social not, media. Not point. completely. Not completely. Wait, not no, completely, guys. Do you oh, want last to point. You want, so then I'll sorry, move you want to say your point? Because I'm going to yeah, move no, on no, to I social was, media. Yeah, no, no, no. I, this is what I'm saying. But then, guys, we yes, it gets filtered through. But what I'm saying to you is, you are now getting a good scope of the real news because there's more people that are out there that are sharing what's happening currently. You know, it's not mm -hmm. always the things that are being pushed by the central media. And this is actually the reason why even the core media sources are now breaking out and trying to sort of penetrate through social media because everybody has got that agency now to be able to report live and direct of things that are happening immediately in, in, in their spheres. Okay, yeah. So things that we would have never known before, we're, get, we're getting to know. So, you know, it's not necessarily just about things that are being filtered through or things that are being pushed. No, Moose, were you going to say something or should I get onto the social media? No, no, no. I, think, I, I don't think I massively disagree with Mansour because I agree there is always going to be a degree of one foot in, one out until you're completely free. But I guess my last point is sometimes you just have to burn the whole house. 
start no. again. And I think and this, this is, is where I agree. <laughs> no, no, no. This is, yeah, where, okay. this is so, where I agree. Yeah, so basically what we, we what we also touched on, so what we just touched on just now, we we touched on the, um, the fact that like social media can play a part in how we can influence this change. And um, what I mm-hmm. another question that I wanted to pose to you guys um, was whether um, we see, I mean, you can't have, you must have been on Twitter, Instagram, anything like throughout these couple of days and you must have like your timeline and stories have been flooded with posts about Black Lives Matter and George Floyd and the injustices. Um, and I just wanted to ask a question where I feel like, especially it, it, particularly with white celebrities, where I feel like um, when they're in a position to like post about these things, I wonder if mm-hmm. I feel like they're in a position of, um, I don't know, like they're damned if they do, damned if they don't kind of thing. Like when they post, you can see them as like, well, you really don't really understand the struggle. Like, what are you doing? Are you just trying to jump the bandwagon? But also in a sense where if they don't post, then what are you doing? Are you really just being, are you, is your silence, is your silence telling us everything we need to know about you? And I just wanted to ask that question, like, do celebrities and do people like in high power of influence in social media have a part to play in actually posting about this? Like, do, should, do they have to do that? Well, here's my thing. I think I read, uh, I was actually in social media earlier and I saw this really good diagram of, um, uh, I wish I could remember what it's called now. But basically, it showed like a, a, a diagram of the different strands of activism, right? Mm-hmm. And it had such as like caregivers, like people that may not be on the front line at the protest, but they may be, uh, whether it's mental care, whether it's like physical care, whether it's like helping your family while you are out, you know, different levels of supporting the protest or activism. It had people that are disruptors, people that will actively put their life on the line to disrupt the status quo. It had, uh, it had thinkers, uh, no, it didn't say thinkers, uh, but long story short, it had about 12 different personality traits of what is needed for like a, se- a successful, um, like I would, I would movement, movement. Yeah, yeah, basically. And I think what the problem is now, not problem, I'm not really even condemning it because we are where we are. And I think it's important to call things out. And I think at the moment, what is happening, you are getting that thing, Andrew, not to defend anyone. You're getting a bit of damned if you do, damned if you don't, pressure if you do, pressure if you don't yeah. sort of syndrome, which I think over time will filter itself out because we're still in the thick of it. You know I, mean? I have seen, I've, I've been listening to like their video where, do you remember that little girl where she, um, she, I think she talked to parliament and she's like, oh, we're black people, you're doing us wrong. Like we've yeah. all seen that video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen people re- um, posting that now and it's like, they're posting it as if it is just something they just done in parliament. And it's like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, this yeah, makes yeah. me cry. It's like, where were yeah. you at the time yeah. of this old video? And I yeah, wonder yeah. if people are just posting to say, hey, look, I'm part of the, I'm part of um, this movement, but are you really though? That's but this is the thing, my, 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 my point in it is really, I think it's going to take some while, a while to go back to Mansell for it to become a bit more organised. At the moment, everybody's only in one phase of it. It's like reactionary. We've seen this, we realise the energy is mobilisation and whether we're doing it correctly or incorrectly at the moment, we're showing our allyship by trying to do the little I think I can. When they eventually start mm. to educate themselves, because some have educated themselves and some haven't, when they do educate themselves, mm-hmm. they move into the other spheres of 
do I become a caregiver? Do I become a strategizer? Do I become X, Y, Z? You know what I mean? So I think where we're at now, and I think it's necessary. Um, you know, I've been sitting watching social media erupt, like people getting at it, like at this person, at Tim Westwood, you've yeah. been leeching off our culture for years. What are you saying? At this yeah, person, this, this one thing, like you need and to. I think there's rightly so that those things need to be called out and let them handle it how they choose to see fit. Do you get me? But um, I can't speak on how people react. Do you get me? Like, I know how I feel. And I know me personally, I'm not, I'm more of a back scene, back, back behind the scenes sort of person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You won't necessarily see me, not to say I won't post, but for me, it's more about, I don't like empty gestures. If I'm going to do something, I'm going to do something for the long run. And I don't want the, the, the acclaim for it. Do you get me? Like, I'm yeah. just trying to help. But some people are doing a lot of theatrics at the moment of like, oh, I've done this and I want people to see that I'm active and I'm really a friend. And even if they mean well, it's not necessarily... Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I've seen on posts as well where, like, you sent, I sent it to you in the comment section where the girl said, um, yeah. hey, she was like, hey, I find it so horrible for yeah. this injustice against coloured people. It's like, you, why did you, if you really were about it, why did you use that word? Yeah. And uh, there, was some, there was some comments afterwards where the person was said, where some other people were like, yo, why did you say coloured? And she was like, oh, yeah. um, I just didn't know. And it's like, well, yeah, don't say that. It's offensive. And like someone yeah. like, don't, so, like this you, should, is, this you, should, you should be aware of that if you're ready to really support the cause. That's, that's, that's a very small detail at the start of the cause. I disagree, man. People are coming, people are entering the chat from wherever they left off before George Floyd. You see what I mean? Like, I'm not saying that's right. You're going to okay. have some people that are pig ignorant. You're going to have some people that are well educated. I'm talking about non black people. And yeah, they're going to yeah. enter the conversation where they left off. So, it's going to take a while for some people, sadly, to, to, to get caught up to speed. But it is what it is. What are you going to say, Okay. So, in terms of celebrity status and celebrities, kind of non-black celebrities, um, including black celebrities, actually, I feel like if anything, if we're going to say anything, then it's important that we say something that is educated, that can bring about the change that we want to see. That's number one. Number two, for non-black celebrities who are moved by all these issues that have been happening, you know, from George Floyd moving back to Tamir Rice, you know, like along, along uh, the period of time, I think I'm more interested in their silence while they educate themselves before they say anything. And then that goes beyond just celebrities. And so as we're talking about the white girl that said, oh, I can't believe that people are still treating colored people like this. It's like good intentions, but because you're using uneducated speech, you know, it's a little bit tiring because now what we're having to argue is the semantics of, of what's been said by this girl I'm not saying, guys, let's just look at the heart and move on. No, absolutely not. What I'm saying is, I think for non-blacks, let us take the time to educate ourselves so that when you... Basically, I'm saying I am tired of the poorly gauged displays of solidarity, right? Yes. We need to be educated before we open our mouths and say anything. Otherwise, now, we're starting to have Twitter wars and Instagram wars about the wrong words that have been used, and we're not focusing at the core point that there is real action that needs to be taken to make the changes to stop the eradication and the extermination of black people because we're talking about black lives that matter now there have been arguments that have come in um talking about all lives matter and i'm not even um, getting into that there's 
there's a quote, there's a quote that there was a quote that I heard because we need to cut that. That is absolute bullshit. No, but Donna, anybody that says anybody ever, says that is taking a piss, man. Anybody says that is taking a piss. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. And people and people who are people who are people who are not affected, people who are very unbothered, and people that truly don't actually care. And if, and if they say they do, they are happy sitting on the pedestal of their privilege, right? Because, for example, there's a quote that I heard that I read um, today on social media that was saying, "All houses matter, but the one that's on fire is the one that needs to be focused on." Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we, we, we need to stop this business where everybody is just out there, just, you know, just having verbal spew or, or you know, being typing champions and internet warriors or trying to be martyrs or trying to be Mother Teresa and, you know, saying all of these speeches that actually peddle more of those, um, 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 like pe- peddling the, the, the rhetoric of, of us being in a position of being degradable, of being animal-like. Do you know what I mean? Like, as I said, I'm tired of the poorly gauged displays of solidarity. Like, I would rather somebody be silent for now, get educated before they speak up, and when they speak up, stand by it. Yes, definitely. Sorry, man, so I'll just add something quickly to that as well. Um, and this kind of goes for black and white, though. And I think one part of the conversation that we're not hearing enough of is like, I'm a, big, I'm a big advocate for this in real life anyway. Like, you can't tell, okay, you can't tell me how to feel, put it that way. So, for example, mm-hmm. I've had a few people at me or send me DMs like, why, you should be advocate? And I'm like, hang on, hang on, hang on a second. Like, I know we're all angry, but as a black man, who when I see George Floyd, you don't know what that does to me. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So don't, except me, don't, don't put me on your treadmill of events. Yeah. Like, it's Tuesday and I haven't heard a statement from X person. Or yeah. it's, it's Wednesday and you lot haven't read this book yet and been up to, like, people process things differently. And that's why I'm complete with Mandla. Like, take your time. We're going to be here for a while. But when you do come with something, black and white, come with substance. Correct. There's nothing I'm worse correct. than a rushed force trying to what, display empathy you don't feel because but I'm that's like, what no, people are doing it's, I'm it's, still I'm yeah. still processing it. I'm still I haven't even watched the video. That's how deep it is. You get me? Like that's <laughs> I'm still processing it. So like let alone the rest of the world. So I'm mm. never gonna rush to Twitter and be like, here's my statement because I don't even have the words yet. And no, that's what happened. How long? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's, what I'm saying is it's been like I mean how many days has it been? And it like because it's going so it's because it's going so rapidly Everyone is like, you should post now. You should post now because mm. this is the hot topic now. But yeah. what if I did post it about George Floyd in a year's time? Is it not relevant anymore? Because exactly. it will still be irrelevant as it is in a year's yeah. time as it is yeah. today. So yeah. I think it's oh. right. You can't just be on the hot. You can't just press the hot button and say, yes, I need to do this now because it's getting clout. I want you to actually remember in a year, remember this. Yeah. And then yeah. That top, and that yeah. topic gets opened up again. That's what I'm saying. Like, because it's going to keep happening. Yeah. Because we forget, we, we think about this now, and then it goes silent. And this is why, I mean, this time the police officers have been sacked, and they, we want, they're, 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 no, but they want to fight for who's actually faced charges. But what I'm saying yeah, but is they like, say that every time. No, 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 but I'm, no. But what I'm saying, what they usually do is suspend them, and then we forget about it, and they bring man back. And when, because we're not doing this fight, you, because at some point when it's not talked about anymore, they can just slowly bring them and ease them back into an issue where people don't remember. But if we, we need to keep remembering, uh-huh. we can't 
forget these instances. This is what I'm saying. But um, Mansell, do you have anything to say on the, on the topic? Yeah, man. Yeah, I think first of all, like for the for the for the celebrities, for the white celebrities that generally post social media posts, I don't think they've got the mental capacity to tackle something such as race anyway. So it's like that really. Yeah. But even me, like I don't post anything about race. Yeah. And there's a reason for that. Now we can talk about race all day. (laughs) We can talk about race all day. Yeah. 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 You guys will, you guys, hopefully you'll see that I have a a level of knowledge that goes somewhere along the line, but I'll never post anything about race on social media. Why? Mm-hmm. Because, first of all, the topic is way too deep and convoluted to actually do justice in a, in a click, in a retweet, in an Instagram thing. Do you see what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. way too deep. It's way too convoluted. I'll never do a post about race like that because you can't do the topic justice. Yeah? I'll, maybe I'll post about other issues, geopolitical issues, or local issues and xyz but i'll never really do it about race because i know as somebody who's educated in the topic of identity and sociology and stuff like this i'll never be able to do justice to the topic so i don't see in that sense why people who maybe are less aware and i'm not talking about lay people here i'm not I'm not calling anybody out. I'm talking about like the Madonnas. This world, yeah? <laughs> oh, mate. Love. Bro, I said it. I said not it. about Madonna. Oh, my. No, I didn't. That's cool, that's I didn't. That. I'll never do it. I'll never do it. So I don't know where they get the confidence to. It, and listen, it flops. Yeah. So I don't know where they get the confidence. The thing is, they, their, their, heart is in, their heart is in the right place. But the I'm thing sure is, it is, it's not a no. it's not hold on, hold on. I'm is not it? making excuses. I'm no by I'm, I'm actually annoyed because is it in the you, right you, place? You think, you think you think wait, hold on. You think your heart is in the right place, but you get your black son to poorly dance in a bloody kitchen, you know, in, 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 in what the hell? Do you do you understand but what I that think, actually means? No, but that's so, ignorance. So me, that's so ignorance, though. That's so ignorance. I get to, it, that's that's that. This is what I'm saying. So for me, I'm like, I don't need you to say anything. I don't require you to do anything up until you think. Think first. Mm. <laughs> you know what's funny You know what's funny about that Madonna situation now? Now you're saying it, and I was gonna say this in my next point because although I'm one side, take your time. My other point was to be like, but all these platforms that for the past however long have been profiteering of black culture, you should speak up and open your purse. Those are the ones I'm pressuring. But I want them and to, no, like Mandela said, you want them to do it when they actually have some common sense. No, 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 think and do it well. No, 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 I'm talking about your, whether it's your BBC One Extra, whether it's your Boiler Room, whether it's your Soul Action, whether it's your organizations, things that can be faceless, right? You don't have to come with a complex tweet. You just have to acknowledge for the longest time you have been profiteering off the coattails of our struggle. Mm-hmm. Open your purse, because now we need support. But yeah. the reason I bring up Madonna, and it's funny because it's not funny, 
But she serves as a microcosm to that because you deep it, yeah? When Madonna adopted her kids back in the day, everybody, what did they say to her? Why do you need to adopt her? Why can't you just donate the money? What did she do? Oh, no, no, no. I think I know what's best. I'm going to take you from your village to my house and we're going to sort this problem out. She did it again. I want one. Again. Again. It's an accessory. It's an she, accessory. Exactly. An she ex- I want seriously. one. I, want I say one. it. The, the child is an accessory. Right? And that's what I, I mean with, with, with these platforms. With these hmm. platforms. That's why I'm like, they need to talk and do something. Because for the past 10, 20, 30 years, you haven't even realized you have a job because of the sweat of me and my ancestors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and now when it's hitting the fan, this is why I'm saying you are not like Mandela or Joe Blogs or this one. You are something that is structurally built from our graft. You need to come quickly, personally. I'm not one saying thing, you so do, you think, do you think like Becky from the Valley have a, have a, have a part to play in this? Like, would, yeah, her, silence be, would her silence be, uh, would her silence does, be an injustice? She does, but it's different. I think it's different to Becky in the Valley is different to, I don't know, let's say XL Records or let's say uh, a Boiler Room or let's say a Worldwide FM. And some of these have been doing great responses to the out, just, you know, the, the outrage to these festivals, to flipping yeah. wireless, to all of these. But think about it. Like, yeah. think about all yeah. the culture that is from us that has been commodified and like, if you haven't acknowledged by now your place in this, it's not to say I'm saying burn them down and boycott them. No. All I'm saying is now is the time we need something. Yeah. You know what my thing is? There, there is actually, this is going to sound quite controversial, but I, I, I do stand by it. There is safe ground for people who aren't black to actually post about issues that are related to this. Mm. Cool. And that is that, even listen, the black experience is a wholly different and distinct experience to another community. Yeah, mm. but when we talk about um, deprivation, deprivation can be uh, experienced by multiple communities, but it's a different type of deprivation. Yeah. So my thing here is, I don't, I don't dissuade any person from if they if they really have to. Yeah, if they really have to. I don't dissuade any person from posting about. Um, maybe a neoliberal, uh, a, ne- a neoliberal aspect of something, which means they are deprived. They're just deprived mm. in a different way. I don't, I don't uh, dissuade anybody who wants to post about imperialistic military structures because that is also a thing. And there is a big overlap, even though there's a distinct experience of black people, there's an overlap there in terms of deprivation and oppression. So I don't, I don't dissuade anybody who wants to post about things interconnected issues i just find i just would throw caution to the wind when it comes to celebrities who don't even experience that neoliberal level of yeah, deprivation yeah, yeah. you know what i mean yeah yeah uh, i completely i completely agree um and i think baiting celebrities to say you must speak, you must talk on something, or, you know, fashion houses. So, for example, I was thinking about this today. Do you know who I don't want to hear from right about now? Yeah. I don't want to hear what H&M have got to say about Black Lives Matter. <laughs> because I never, I never heard them say, actually, at the back of um, the issues that we had with um, one of our 
um, previous campaigns. This is what we've done to bring about change. We've um, employed three uh, black people onto our panel, onto our decision-making panel, um, in order to move in the direction that that brings about, a, you know, a positive outlook yeah. on, on all people, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I don't really want to hear what they've got to say mm. about Black Lives Matter. So actually, what we need to stop doing is baiting celebrities and fashion houses. Why haven't you said anything? And and what we need to do is list people who are making educated statements, or, or unless somebody is, you know, just. Repeat the very last bits you did. Could you cut? You started cutting out. Okay. No, I said one of the last people that I want to hear from is places like H and M, because they've never come back to say, "Look, we've hired people, um, black people, who are in our decision making. So therefore, we will never make the mistakes that we made, so that we can move forward and enhance, you know, positive outlooks on the lives of everyone." So I don't really want to hear what they've got to say about Black Lives Matter. Yeah. I feel like it's bad that we're baiting celebrities to speak on things because what we're doing is forcing people to make statements that are slap in the face at the end of the day. I think slow and steady wins the race. We don't have to look for celebrities who are going to say anything. And those celebrities that don't agree with those who've spoken up, i.e. Katie Hopkins, you don't have to outright, you know, at someone and say, oh, who do you think you are? Martin Luther King on Tourette's. That's not really fucky Hopkins, though. I'll say that. I'll say that loud and clear, bro. (laughs) Yeah. So at the end of the day, you know, I just feel like if you're not moved by the situation or you're not educated enough, don't try and make a philosophical statement that will be more hurtful to the movement. Mm. If you don't care about the movement, don't don't speak so lightly because we're dealing with people who are grieving the loss of another life of somebody who looks like them. Just as simple as that. Let's, let's not be quick to bait celebrities to talk and let's not um, 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 entertain celebrities who are going to kind of perpetuate, you know, or, or create a continuum on looking at us as, as, as animals who deserve to, 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 to be exterminated. Seriously. Yeah. Oh. The thing is, nobody will notice anyway if you don't post anything. Nobody's going to notice. No, but we do right? notice. That's what, no, no, no. They do know. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't notice people, that Katie no, 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 Price saying, never posted anything or no, something but one like thing, that. No, but one thing I know is when like, you didn't post nothing, but then I see you posting, you released a new, you, you released a new single. They're, they're, they're smiling and skinning on, on your album cover. Were you doing that on the same day when everyone else is um, morning, like basically morning, bro? Like, shut, shut that down. Delay it. Delay it. Like you don't like you don't need to post that. I or don't don't make a statement that you don't don't make a statement don't make a statement that you don't stand behind and immediately release an album because what you're trying to do is gain popularity at, at the back of people yeah, losing I'm, I'm their lives. I've seen, I've seen it where someone posted and then they were like people were like um excuse me do you know what's going on right now and then people in the comments were like oh they're just posting because it's like oh why should they not post just because of what's going on and it's like see what that does it's like yeah, here's, here's the thing, then lot, again lot, how, long we, how long we are listen there were there were two other two other celebrities like if you remember from the group chat yeah both of them were black yeah. and they posted stuff like their stuff is equal, equally comical yeah. do you know what do you see what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. so I don't know. Well, what, I, what did you guys think about that? Like, well, what? I don't think we've got time for that. But what? No, we don't have time for that. Oh, man. <laughs> Basically, all I was going to say is, yeah, yeah, people are looking for... I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying to tell people what to do, what to say, how to feel. Yeah. All I'm saying is, if you don't know what to say in that minute of time, you don't have to say anything straight away. 
take time. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. if your brand, your institution, your tech company, your firm is built off the backs of people that look like me, open your wallet and show me the receipts. Literally, if Louis Vuitton turned around tomorrow and be like, we have donated X amount to this fund for George Floyd. That's all they have to say. That's completely apolitical. Yeah, that's enough, sir. That's yeah. enough. No, okay. That Boom. is enough. You don't that need to come philosophical. I want that to is see enough. That is me. enough. That's it. Get, all right. get off social right. media, guys. Read some more. That's my All right. <laughs> all right. So that's what I'm going I'm to close off on. Thanks, guys. Um, what I would like to say still, though, um, justice for George Floyd, though. Um, Man. Yeah, go on. And also, sorry, I know we haven't mentioned them at all, but Brianna Taylor too. Uh, yes. That one, I don't know if you guys have even heard that. That's been disappeared in the news. She got dashed off of her apartment yeah. balcony. Yeah, uh, in Canada. Yeah, so yeah, not many people are talking about as well. So women always kind of yeah. get forgotten about and right, we need to stop yeah. that too. Sorry. Yeah. I, I right. too am guilty. Uh, we, so. we, we, we hope the family, we wish the family well. well. Um, so that was another episode of Chatting and Saltfish. Um, thanks for joining us. Um, Mansour, Moses, Mansour. Um, yeah, thank you. Until next time, you can find us on Chatting Swordfish on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find us on Chatting Swordfish on SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube. It's Chatting Swordfish everywhere. Until next time, 